Oh, oh my god. Oh my gosh. Now I got the spilly one. Jesus Christmas. We say watch all the laptops and, and then the Adolfo mic is just covered. it everywhere. Wow. Adolfo got really excited about that. Yeah, paper Um, somewhere. Just grab that thing for now. So excited. What do you mean, you people? Oh, you heard This me. is the first time that happened to Adolfo. We promise. This is, this never happens. Oh, yeah, babe, this is not like Adolfo never. Hey, wipe off. Wipe off. Spray is early. Maybe. On this side. Sorry for these noises. Folks, thanks to Dolph for wiping off There's the spray. There's also all of this. That was some ASMR shit right there. Look at all that. Hmm. Oh, baby. It smells like God, this, beer. This is not going to smell good later. You're done fucked. Well. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> His first time on the podcast as an actual member of the podcast, and this is how you treat it. Yeah, he's too excitable. I'm going to calm down. Take a deep breath. Focus. Pour the beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. She pink. Have you ever poured a beer before? No. <laughs> I have not, no. You might need this again. Yeah. I need a bit today. Keep, the, keep it over there. Day one, hey? Yeah. First beer of my life, so. <laughs> Bear with me, guys. Be so kind of that over there. This is a... I, I brought yes. this one in. Please tell us what you brought us. Today. Um, I don't have a good reason for it other than Chelsea liked the can. Oh. I mean, that's, that is a good reason. And it sounded interesting. We had a history of doing IPAs so far, so I was trying to switch yeah. it up. We're kind of basic. I was deciding between this and the uh, Oatmeal Stout from Twin Sales. Uh, what's that one called? I forget. Cookie Surprise? Oh, Cookie Jar? Cookie, cookie Jar, jar yes. Ah, yes. Um, but I saw this one. This is the... Patio Pink Lemonade Berliner Weiss from Bad Tattoo Brewing Company in Penticton, BC. Also Kelowna. Also Kelowna. Yeah. The can is great. There's hammerhead sharks on it. There's bad tattoos. There's a badass flamingo on there, so on. that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Um, oh, tart. You want to toss it over there? Full disclosure on my end, it's this style of beer is definitely... Not up my alley. I'm just gonna. I don't think this is up any of our alleys, to be honest. For uh, no, it's not. Beers, but you know what? It's good to challenge yourself sometimes. It is good to challenge yourself sometimes. Sour things. It's pretty ironic, actually, because like, I love sour candy. I love sour and everything else, and then you put sour in one of my favorite things, beer, and I hate it. Hmm. Not a fan. No. See, I don't like sour things in life. I don't like sour soothers. I don't like warheads. Crazy man. I like the odd lime. The odd lime. The odd lime. And I really do not like sour beers. Yeah. I mean, as far as sour beer goes, it's fine. Uh, well, it kind of tastes like pink lemonade. It's exactly that. It's, it's a little, little bit that, yeah. It's, yeah. No, I wouldn't go as far as to getting this on my own after, but she'll, she'll do. Don't touch it. I was wiping the beer remnants. <laughs> uh, so this is Hot Takes Cold Pints. Yeah. This is a new episode of the podcast. Uh, Adolfo. Hi. You're an official third member of the podcast. I am. Welcome. I am. Officially indeed. official. We all knew it was going to happen. We thought. I'm the best at this <laughs> compared to all of you. <laughs> we thought, hey, the NFL one went so well. Yep. I like the dynamic between, you know, three people. And now we can actually talk about, like, basketball sometimes, because he probably knows more about it than you and I combined. I mean, we can. We will. Yeah. I mean, I'll bring I, it up I, from I, time I, to time, and I you'll won't. nod your head. I'll just say, you know. You Michael throw, Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan. He's good, right? Still plays. Yeah, he's still there. Uh, Washington Wizards. Yeah. Actually, yeah, at one point. Oh, yeah, I knew that. That's who he's famous for playing with, right? Obviously. The Washington Wizards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as beer news, Nick, do you have any? Uh, two pieces of beer news. Uh, pretty calm otherwise. Um, as of this recording, Greenleaf Brewing in North Vancouver uh, shut their doors. If I'm not incorrect, they're around for a little over 10 years. 
Uh, I, I never went there myself, never had any of their beer. Uh, I've heard things from people and, you know, take them for what you will, but uh, they had a fantastic location. And as far as I can tell, based off of what people are saying on the interwebs, it sounds like it's going to be a two-story cactus club. Joy, we need yeah, more of those. That's exactly what we need in British Columbia is more cactus clubs. Yes. Um, yeah, it's kind of what I've been told is it's fantastic location and okay to not okay beer. Hmm. I've never had their beer either. I also just mean forgot that they were there. I walked yeah. past it once and thought it was a weird little kombucha kind of place. Yeah. Um, I think they did fine because they didn't have a ton of competition. Then with all the breweries opening up in North Vancouver in the last like two years, they kind of felt the repercussion of that and COVID, the two and a half years of COVID that impacted businesses. Yeah, I mean, it impacted a lot of places, and that's definitely yeah. one of them that mm-hmm. was kind of out of the way, I thought, unless you were going there for a purpose yeah. or hopping off unless the sea Unless you in North Vancouver. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, another closure is Big Ridge Brewing. Uh, so the owners Big of Big Ridge... Uh, have shuttered doors. Staff came in and everything was closed up and they kind of found out the day of. Oh, there was no notice. Uh, no. There's, there's been a couple businesses that have been doing this in the beer industry and otherwise because they don't want you know their staff to mass exodus before they close their doors and they don't mm. want the service to fall because you know they want to make a couple extra bucks before they close their doors. So instead they uh, just... Yeah, so they screw, just don't tell screw people. Their people over. Yeah, I mean, cool. quite frankly, uh, hmm. conglomerates like that, I don't know much about the Mark James group, but they kind of strike me as the like cutthroat businessmen. Um, and you can kind of tell in their their businesses that they do own, uh, Yelltown Brewing and Distilling, uh, High Mountain Brewhouse in Whistler, which I believe also uh, was either closed or closing. Is that in the village there? Yeah. That's yeah. in the downtown village of Whistler. Uh, and then Big Ridge, I believe they own one more uh, other location, but the two that were affected by this whole thing going on uh, is Big Ridge and High Mountain Brewhouse in Whistler. So, mm. yeah. Other there than that, uh, actually, there is one more piece of beer news that I almost forgot about. Uh, on Friday, as of this recording, so September 16th, uh, re- Rewind that Beer... Uh, Rewind wow. Brewing, rather, uh, is opening up on Brewer's Row to put the tally back up to the Parkside, Twin Sales, Yellowstone. They're, they're replacing five. Bakery. Yeah, so five because they're replacing Bakery until Bakery reopens as Site B. Uh, so, like five breweries and a distillery. And then when Bakery or Site B or whatever they're calling themselves reopens, it'll be six breweries and a distillery all on one street. So uh, they're mm-hmm. opening up. Uh, they sounds like a good time. Are going to be focusing on uh, like retro vibes, nineteen seventies, eighties, nineties. Yeah, their Instagram makes yeah. me want to go. Like all of that just is major nostalgia, and I'm like, okay, like that's yeah, that's where I want to be. So yeah. this weekend, one hundred percent going to go check it out. Yeah, they're owned by the same people as Parkside, but it sounds like it's going to be their kind of uh, experimental project where they're going to get a little bit more crazy with their their stuff. Cool. So nice. Yep, that's it in the way of beer news. That's the beer news. Uh, Full disclosure, we are watching the Kansas City Chiefs and the LA Chargers play football as we speak. There will be cheering and yelling. There's cheering, yelling, swearing. Bear with us. Most of it's going to be from Nick. I mean, as long as the Chargers win, I don't care. the Chargers is his team. Yep. (laughs) There's some faces going around as we drink. I this can't beer. tell if you're drinking that fast or if you just. I'm trying half to. I'm, of it. I'm trying to get through this. You spill half of it, or did you drink half of it? I've, I've had half. Okay. Um, the man is taking the different route than I am. I am sipping on it slowly, and he is absolutely dummying that pint. See, slowly sipping means you're just yeah. prolonging the sourness. The sourness. Shout out to one of your guys' coworkers. He's pulling a full Kyle Jansen. Not that Kyle Jansen listens to sports podcasks. He might. He might listen to the front half of the sports are (laughs) front half of the beer part, and then he just tunes out. Hey, look at that! Jeff Bezos is hanging out with Roger Goodell. Well, yeah, because this is Jeff Bezos's thing. Thursday night football sponsored by Amazon. Amazon, That's right. I just was thinking two evil people sitting next to each other. Uh, Yeah, sure. All praise Roger Goodell. Don't like that. You're uh, finally, good lord, put it in his hand. Catch. 
right. NHL signings or NFL Week One recap? Where do you want to go? Uh, I mean, I'd like to add a couple of quick MLB hits as well to the the quick news. Um, okay, it doesn't matter where we that. start. We can start with that. Then we'll uh, go to NHL. Vladdy, Vladdy Guerrero has become the youngest Blue Jay to reach 100 homers for the franchise. Hmm. I think he's like 23. This kid is an absolute Young stud. That's crazy. He's going to get paid pretty quick here. He's definitely one of the reasons I watch the Blue Jays more than I did in the past. Uh, he yep. just looks like he's having an absolute blast out there. And you know what? You're playing a child's game and you should have fun. Let the kids play. Let the kids as play, say. yeah, yep. as, as they say. Um, the other note that I want to touch on that I kind of stumbled upon while scrolling the, the Twitter machine is if it sticks with the Blue Jays. If you know who Alejandro Kirk is, mm-hmm. he is a stout catcher for the Blue Jays who, when he hits the ball and has to hustle... Let me tell you, that boy can that run. Boy can run. <laughs> and he doesn't look like he can. He's like Forrest Gump when the braces yeah, first come off. He is, he's, <laughs> he's quick. And someone on Twitter, and I think he's a reporter of some sort or a beat writer from somewhere, essentially body shamed him and said that he oh. is everything that's wrong with sports and baseball. Um, us idolizing or putting him on a pedestal, even though he's, I think he's like five foot two. 265 or something like it's he's a round ball he's he's a round ball of athleticism like he's a good player uh and alec manoa came out here and and came to defend his teammate and really put this beat writer on his on on notice so much so that the person i think matt ross was his name deleted his twitter oh and just ran for the hills said you know what good i'm an idiot yeah without saying it he is an idiot Makes me wonder how he feels about people like, uh, what was his name, Pablo Sandoval? Yeah. The Panda. Was the that, Panda, that was yeah. Thinking, right? That was, that was him. And then who's the other one? The other pitcher for the Mets. Oh, uh, I know exactly who you're thinking of. Yeah. Or the Pillsbury throw. The guy away. that – didn't he hit a home run <laughs> as a – because the MLB it used to be in the National League, the pitcher had to take an at-bat. Yeah, Bartolo Colon. Bartolo yes, Colon. He did hit a home run. He did. He yes. had one career home run. Yeah. I, I like remember that day because it was such a big deal that he hit a home run. So, Alec Manoa, shout out to you. Yeah. Way to stand up for your team and be a good Do what's right. Don't body shame people. Yeah, no. He can play the game. Why does it matter, right? Yeah. He's guys playing it better than us, so. Doesn't make millions of dollars. Nope. He certainly doesn't. Sports writing is not a very high-paid career. Nope. No. Neither is podcasting, but here we nope. are. Nope. Neither is podcasting, but here we are. Uh, let's go over some uh, free agent <clears throat> signings. There's a lot to go over because since we've recorded, I think the last one we talked about was Nazem Kadri. A little signing to some no-name team. Yeah. So there's a few to go over. We'll just do them real quick because it's no huge impact players. Paul Stassi is a Carolina Hurricane. That De- depth player at that point. Phil Kessel is a Vegas Golden Knight. That's an interesting one to me. Get He's signed for dogs, very baby. cheap. Yeah. Vegas does make some good hot dogs. So I think I on our. I, I think that was part of his decision yeah, making. I think on my. Uh, I think on my. On the hot takes portion of our NHL preview podcast, which will be coming out right before the season starts. Phil Kessel, 30 goals this year. Oh, that is a hot take. Half of them on the power play? Yep. Standing in front of that? Uh, Buffalo re-signed Tage Thompson. Seven years, $7.14 million for a Get paid. player that switched to center for one year and scored 38 goals. Yeah, we he, are looking last year. at uh, an era in the NHL where rookies are coming out and signing these big money deals. And owners are paying for potential, and I don't think it's going to work out very well for most of them. Yep. And it's affecting other contracts. It, 100%. Like, it's it's kind of crazy to see the money that's being thrown out for one good season. Yeah, yeah. the NHL's never made a very good point of looking at sample size, though. They they get one or two good years out of someone, and they send them to a 10-year deal for, like, 10.5, like some stupid deal. The NHL's been notorious for that for years. Yeah, so. yeah. 
Uh, Jake Ottinger signed with Dallas, three years, four million. The playoffs that everyone overreacted to. See, this one makes sense to me. Like, that's an adequate contract for him. He had a great playoff, a decent season. They're paying him an adequate amount of money for not a long term, basically paying for his big payday. Yeah. I would rather that. It's a gap contract. Yeah, it's it's a bridge contract for sure. And I'd rather do that than be like, all right, Jake Ottinger, here is an eight eight by eight. Next year, he could be an absolute contract. Shit. I mean, he did win the job from Braden Holtby last year. Not that Braden Holtby's necessarily in his prime, but he's still like a, a good goalie. Mm-hmm. He did win it by the end of the year. So, And then he had a fantastic playoff series that, quite frankly, Dallas should not have lost. So. No, but they did. So, yeah. Oh, third and one. Here we go. Oh, and he's yeah. not going to make it. No. Uh, there he? were, I don't know if you've got PTOs on there. Uh, no. I think there's been a few of them. Um, one of them that's not a PTO that is a very intriguing signing is Evan Rodriguez to the Colorado Avalanche. Yep. I like that one for them. He's a good player. I know. I really wanted the Flames to get him. He can bounce up and down the lineup. Yeah, he's, he's a good be, player. Be good. He's never going to uh, knock your socks off in terms of, like, pure skill, but he is a, a very reliable depth player. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We're going to save JT Miller to last. Well, that'll kind of lead into some other convos. What's worth mentioning? Uh, Kirby Doc. Jordan Cairo as well. Jordan Cairo got paid. Yeah, the recently uh, acquired Kirby Doc from Montreal. What did he get? A four-year deal? Four years, $3.3625 million on the cap head. Mm. See, I like that deal. I think yeah, Kirby Doc will have a much better... Four years, then Tage will in his yep. first four years. Suddenly, Montreal deal. has decent center depth. And yes, I'm even including Sean Monaghan. Did we include Stutzla last time we talked about this? I was getting there. Okay. Well, boy, howdy. That was next on the list. Tim Stutz. They locked up their star center. Yeah. Another one Centers. where... Eight years, 8.35. I, I, like I like him a lot. Yeah. Although, that's a lot of money to be paying someone who I don't think has broken 50 points. I could be wrong. I think he might have been. I think you're right. But I think that contract's going to age really well. Appar- it could. Apparently, in like the next two years, the NHL salary cap is supposed to be going up by ten million dollars. I think they signed a big deal with um, NBC or something. So yeah, that'll uh, help. For your guys' reference, Stutzla had fifty-eight points last year, twenty-two goals, thirty-six assists. So, I like then, him. I think it's it's, it's pricey though. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, Jordan Cairo, eight years, eight point one two five, the exact same contract that Robert Thomas got. Yeah, that's, Jordan Cairo deserves it. He's the had same age, two fantastic years in a row. This year was even better, obviously, but the year before he was very very good. I think he's the best player on his team yeah, by far. And that's a team that has uh, what's his name, the Russian, Vladimir Tarasenko. Tarasenko. Yes, I think Jordan Cairo is the heart and soul of that team. Yeah. Um, then I think that's pretty much it. Tyler Mott signed with the Ottawa. That's a good depth signing for them. That's an interesting one to me, only because I think in this market, Tyler Mott was severely overrated. Great player, great person, great cause, great message. But I think yep. he was super overrated, and I think he bought into it and was hoping to get a big like four year 3.5 AAV kind of contract and it's just it's not what people are paying for liners right now yeah, so. it doesn't matter where he's gone he's always been like the fan's sweetheart he was in columbus and everyone loved him there as well and pretty much everywhere he's bounced around to he's everyone's loved him but he's quite frankly he's, he's fourth line forward yeah he can slot in your third line if he needs to and can do a couple things here and there but he's Never going to be anything other than a bottom six forward, which is is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just expect to move around, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. Um, a couple of interesting notes in, on the hockey world, uh, in the hockey world, I should say, is uh, good old Jake Vertanen yeah. signed a PTO with the Oilers, but I believe they let him go. Good. And it sounds like a fellow Albertan team. Is looking to sign him now. Oh, really? Yeah. Ugh. So that's interesting. I was gonna say Edmonton just likes to sign people that beat their women, but yeah, yeah. So he's gone. He's gone down the road. 
another note. It's not as it's not it's same vein as JV's accusations. Uh, apparently, Willie Mitchell and Dan Hughes have some resort or boating company out in Tofino. Yeah, and they generally have a fishing tournament this time of the year, and it has been canceled. And Willie Mitchell has been replaced with an interim manager of this place, with allegations of some kind of wrongdoing there's been uh-huh. rumors of rape and yeah their whole staff walked out on them yeah so there's there's some interesting Every stuff happening in tofino but it seems to be swept under the rug down here so hmm. kind of odd very curious to see what happens there but very unfortunate because i did like willie mitchell quite a bit when he was here and i love damn Hanu. so stay tuned to see what happens with that i mean i haven't heard anything on that on that front regarding ham Hughes. All been I know I just I think they're just Willie partners and yeah Willie Mitchell's the the main culprit from what I've seen and read but yeah very unfortunate for Dan Hamhuis to have tied his name to this company yep. with Willie there you go all right Canucks man J T Miller seven years eight million per how do you feel mixed emotions when it was first announced. I like the AAV. Eight million is much less than I thought he's going to come in at. I thought it was going to be nine, five, ten. I don't love the seven years. I think if it could have been five, I would have been very, very happy. Hmm. But I think if they went five, his like, AAV would have be been 10. way higher. Yeah, I'd be nine and to have ten. Yeah. From what I've read, though, the last couple of years of his contract become very buyout friendly. So mm-hmm. should the last three years be super subpar buy him out call it a day move on if he's even there if he's even there um i i think I mean, they signed him to trade him to it's super hard to be upset with the signing mainly because arguably one of the best players that connects have right now probably probably not arguably yeah well i mean some people can argue quinn hughes is better quinn hughes some people peterson i nah. think i think miller by far is is the guy that dragged him into every game last season and made sure oh, that yeah. they didn't get... I don't get... think Elias Pedersen's even the top five player on this team. That's debatable. I don't I know. I think when he's on, he is. I th- yeah, when he's... He's just super But he's not on, yeah. ever. I mean, he had two, ever. two years where he was on. Yeah. And then it's just been about a year he's where he's been off. He's got the potential and... Recency bias, I think, with, with him. Same with... Uh, Brock Besser's with better. Besser. Paul Horvath's better. JT I don't Miller's think Brock better. Besser's better. I think Brock Besser is one-dimensional. Quinn Hughes is better. Quinn Hughes is better. I don't think Bro- Thatcher Demko is better. Thatcher Demko is the team. That's that's my guy right there. Yeah. Um, I like it. Let's see where it goes. I think the depth in Vancouver in terms of their forward is stupid, and something's got to give. They've got far too many forwards and not enough lines. The defense is where it's going to be a patch-up job. Yeah, like your defensive just, depth is yeah, quite terrible. They just honest. signed Danny DeKaiser to a PTO, so Oof. that's where we're at. Yeah. Uh, I was... Uh, Vancouver, I'd be going after Rasmus Sandin, who Toronto doesn't seem to have room for. Or Niels Lundqvist in, in the, with the Rangers. There's just no money, right? Yes, currently uh, minus they're $2.75 million over the cap. I'm yeah, which is still considering people that are going to get dropped down on two-way contracts, though. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people papered down waiver-wise, and then they'll Start the season with Furland and put him on the LTIR and hopefully Pullman's LTIR. And so is Niels Hoglander. What's yeah. up with him? And Tucker Pullman and Brady Keeper. Brady Keeper's coming off a broken leg. He was apparently a promising prospect coming into... I don't want to... Ugh, prospect's a weird word for that guy, but uh, he was promising looking into last season and then he broke his leg. What's wrong with Niels Hoglander? I didn't know he was on the LTIR. I didn't know he was on LTIR at all. I guess it's probably from last year. He didn't finish the season. So so what I wanted to ask you both is with this JT Miller contract, what does this mean for Bo Horvat? He is a UFA next year. And if they don't get something done by the trade deadline. I don't think it means anything, to be up. honest with you. I think Bo wants to stay. Management wants to keep him. Like you said, the the, the salary cap should be going up. He's at what five million now? Five three? Five point five. Five point five. I I don't imagine that his next contract goes north of seven. 
Yeah. And I seven is even an overpayment for me. Yeah. Right? So if, if they can it's get him at six five, year. six yeah, prove it year for sure. But yeah. he's not gonna sign a one year deal. He no. could have a breakout season. I, I could see him being one of those players that has like a decent first half of the year and then once it gets down to the trade deadline and there's teams that are looking to make a playoff push and willing to leverage stuff. Uh, they'll trade for him, and then he'll test free agency after that. I would not be surprised whatsoever if that yeah, happened. Yeah, he could help a team. Yeah. he When he's put with the right people, he's a very good second-line forward. That's a good point. He's been really good with, with offensive players, but he's been... I mean, he's cracked 60 points once. He's been pigeonholed on the third line as a defensive stopper. Right? Yeah, like he's been not going to produce when you're getting defensive zone starts for more than half your starts. Travis Green was probably the worst thing that happened to this franchise, yeah. I think. One of him and Jim Benning tag team, they came in like the NWO and just absolutely ruined everything. He was just too conservative in terms of his thought process. He had a lot of uh, young offensive talent, and rather than utilizing them, he just played a very defensive minded game. Just boring. It was boring, and it wasn't the right personnel. Yeah, no. You didn't like Elias right... Pettersson, he's not defensive. No, that's not the right personnel to have that with. Like, it, you've got to go up, and, and Bruce Boudreaux came in and did the right thing, went more offensive. Really had everyone jump into the play. You've got to rely on Thatcher Demko to make stops, and he's going to do that. Like, that's Scorpion save. There you go. NFL, week one. Yes. Round up. We're already at a half an hour. Boy, it. howdy. That was that was week one, and that was wild. Yeah. That was wild. Um, how did you want to do this? We had a tie in week one, guys. We almost had two. We almost had NFL two. needs to get rid of the fucking You guys ties. said get rid of the tie, and we had one week one. And, they're all, and it's awful. It's almost like proper football. Almost like proper football. <laughs> oh, I just hate it so much. <laughs> well, do we want to just like touch every game and have a quick thought on it? Well, I'll be honest with you guys. I did not watch every game. so Maybe not every game because there's some that I don't even think are worth mentioning. Sure. Maybe. How about you shoot the one you start with the ones that you want to start with and talk about and we'll go from there okay well let's talk about the thursday nighter and how good the bills looked and how shit the rams looked yeah uh <laughs> so for my notes here i literally just have josh allen holy hell yeah he's that offense fantastic. Fucking i mean i texted unreal. all of you and said josh allen mvp which is what i predicted he looked fucking unreal uh, despite throwing two interceptions although I don't blame those on him the first one it bounced off Isaiah McKenzie and he kind of just guided it into the defender Other, uh, right before then I think he was perfect for passing yeah started the game with 17 straight completions and oh, Chris Thompson. Wh- Hello. what I fucking Ryan Fitzmagic you are a beautiful human being um, man grows a mighty beard he does uh, the running game. The running game is where I think they're really going to struggle. And if they don't find someone to be their bell cow, I don't know how far this offense can go. Yeah. R.I.P. to mm. Cam Akers fans, by the way. Fuck. I wouldn't take too much stock in that. Well, I think he'll graduate. I think it'll. He'll. He's just in the doghouse. He'll get out of it. That's what I was reading as he's well. As he came in and, still. and Sean McVay said he needed to play with urgency. He had twelve snaps. And one of them, he it was like a lateral behind the play, and he got absolutely fucking screwed, but still managed to gain enough yards to get to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, so, I wouldn't put too much stock in it yet. I wouldn't f- put too much stock in any of this, to be honest. It's no, one. no. Uh, the Giants are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, no, they are not. <laughs> They're undefeated. Yep, they are. Yeah, not far. Um, I'm going to just quickly scroll past the Patriots and Dolphins game. It could be a long year. Mac Jones does not look good. No, that was uh, that was a bad game. Their receivers do not look good. Their running backs do not look good. I think I watched all five minutes of that game and decided I had literally anything else in this world could have been a better thing for me to do. I watched of my life. the whole game and I regret it wholeheartedly. Um, Bucks Cowboys. Tom looked pretty good, but the Cowboys looked worse. Um, and now they're without Dak Prescott for six to eight weeks. Yeah, poor Dak Prescott. So that's a tough one. Uh, let's see what's next on the docket. I'm just going in order of... It's stall enough, I gotta say some stuff better. I'm coming. For which? We're told to stall. Well, hurry up. I'm coming, I'm coming. He's getting beer, folks. 
This podcast would not be complete without it. So many more games. Sorry, I needed to wash the taste of pink lemonade out of my mouth. Yeah, I don't know where we're at with bad-mouthing breweries on this podcast, but, like, it's not not a good beer. When when it comes to breweries, (laughs) like, if this is one that we're going to bad-mouth, that's cool because they were one of the breweries during the whole COVID thing where they were putting pressure on their staff and doing, like, Freedom Convoy stuff, so... God. I, I I don't particularly feel bad if we say this beer is crap because like quite frankly I'm halfway through this beer and I'm about to pour it out because I just saw him pour an IPA and I'm a, a basic brewery boy. If I knew that I wouldn't have got this beer. Uh, back to the box. Sorry guys, I just needed to get back in here and say a couple quick words. Um, Tom Brady looked really good. The only thing that I'm worried about going into this next week is all the injuries to his receivers. Because Godwin's out for Godwin's out with a hammy. Julio Jones is apparently season. nursing something. Uh, Mike Evans is nursing a hamstring as well or a calf. So game one and the Bucks are starting to hurt. Well, if Tom Brady can do anything, it's turn any receiver into a thousand yard receiver. So that is true. That is very true. I just this season might be rough if he can't Look for stay a healthy. Big game from Russell Gage. He's also injured. Well, but the yeah no the Cowboys look bad, and without Dak, Cooper Rush, the Cooper Rush era. Uh, boys. Do they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? Yesterday? That was my first thought when it happened, and they're not putting Dak on the IR, which leads me to believe that they're going to rush Dak. If I'm the 49ers, I shop Jimmy Garoppolo right now because you have all the leverage in the world, one hundred percent, and you can. You can get a overpayment for Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, if I'm, they seem fully committed to Lance. If I'm whatever his face is, not Joe Montana, what's his name? The GM of... Uh, John Elway? We, yeah, John Elway. No, is no, it no. John Elway? No. 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 It was someone. We talked about it last time. It is what I it know. is. He's a former player. Yeah. I can never remember. The GM of who? Of the, the Niners. The Niners. I'm getting on the phone with Jerry Jones and saying... If you want Jimmy Garoppolo, I can see his face. I want your first round pick. Anyways, he's not um, it, but he could get it. They should trade for him, and they shouldn't rush Dak because we saw what happened with Russell Wilson last year with a John very Lynch. similar John Lynch, a very similar injury where Russell came back quickly and looked like absolute doo doo. Yeah. Okay, Colts Texans twenty twenty tie. No ties in football. Next, <laughs> Eagles Lions. The Lions look better than. I was going to say, Eagles looked Lions looked quite nice. Yeah. The Lions offense looks like it could be something. Their defense does not <laughs> look good at all. I mean, it looks like it could also be something, but that something is hot garbage. Yes. Uh, speaking of hot garbage, Devonta Smith. Yeah. What happened there? Good Brutal. Lord. Did Jalen Hurst forget he existed and just go after uh, Brown? I think he was just making... Pretty much. Yeah. Shiny new toy was yeah, like, here, here's everything. Here's 155 yards. Uh, Brown Panthers, Baker's revenge game where he said, I'm going to quote-unquote fucking kill them, lost to the Browns. So, screw you, Baker. That was an interesting game. Uh, yeah. 49ers-Bears, the monsoon game. That was also a wildly boring game. I would say that would be a throwaway game for both teams. I don't don't think people should overreact on the Bears. I don't think people should overreact on how bad the Niners are. The problem is Bears fans right now are planning the parade because Justin Fields won a game. Yeah. Or how bad Trey Lance looked. He was quite bad. But you know what? Like, they've, they've said, like, prior to the season even, like, he is going to have a growing period. He is going to have some struggles, and we're going to commit to him through that. Like, they've fully committed to him. So, like, you got to take the lows with the highs. Like, yep. if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in a monsoon playing Chicago. Like, yep. Yeah, you made mistakes for sure. Uh, the thing is, you put this much pressure on the kid in one of the most storied franchises in the NFL. He wants to do well. He doesn't want to be a lemon. He forced a couple plays. It is what it is. Move on. Next game. Hopefully he's a little bit better. Uh, the Commanders beat the division-winning Jaguars mm. 28-22. Um, the Manders. I mean, to be honest, the Jaguars looked how I expected the Jaguars they to look. They also did have a chance to win the game. They did have a chance to win the game. Uh, the shampoo model. Until... Carson, the Commanders looked pretty good. They went commando. 
They look good. With Dak Prescott out, the Commanders have a chance to Win that finish second. I don't think they're going to beat the Eagles, but they have, they have weapons. They have a chance to sneak into that wild card spot. So we all know Terry McLaurin's good. It's scary. Carson Terry's wins, good. Stays healthy. Curtis Samuel, if he can stay healthy, he can be Carson Wentz's best friend. That so is can, a player that you could just quickly dump off, and he's going to make people miss. So can Jahan Dotson. And Jahan Dotson looked fantastic. Uh, Antonio Gibson looked better than what the the preseason showed. And especially with him apparently losing his job to Brian. Excuse me. Um, he looked like he's trying to keep it. Keep it or be moved to somewhere that they're going to use Which I'm happy way. with because I drafted Antonio Gibson in two leagues in like the 10th and 11th rounds. Steal. Absolute steal. So happy with that. Um, let's keep moving the train here. Uh, probably the, cr- not probably, the craziest game of the week. Bengals, Steelers in overtime. Oh, holy shit. What an ending. I am so about this game. I lost a fantasy matchup this week by five points because I was facing the Steelers defense. Oh, yeah. I was slated to win by like 35 and I lost by five because they had 46 points in fantasy. This holy game. Shit, what? Yeah, where, what are you yeah, playing? What are you playing with 46 points? Have you guys not seen what they actually did? Well, in, I, yes, in I, NFL fantasy, they only got 18 points. Well, I'm on ESPN. Espen. Yes. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> no, they are not. But, um, I mean, hey. While you, you search this up, how about those first half jitters for Joe Burrows? Well, yeah. that, that I think is a product of him not playing a single preseason snap. That, but he just looked bad to start. And I wasn't sure if that was a combination of O-line and how good the Steelers' front line was. But, oof, I thought that was going to be an absolute bloodbath. Glad to see he turned it around. Is this our league? No. This is uh, is another league. The scoring. They had a defensive touchdown. They had four interceptions. Yeah, that picks up. They had a fumble recovery. They had uh, only 20 points uh, allowed and a blocked field goal. Yeah. 46 points. In all my other leagues, that's worth 18. So, I don't know what the scoring is in that. A touchdown should be six, just like it is for any other team. Yeah, four interceptions. I don't know what interceptions are. A fumble recovery. Is Only twenty points allowed. Yeah, fourteen and a block. I have no idea. Either way, crazy yeah. town. Steelers okay, actually, they lost TJ Watt. TJ Watt. Uh, it's sounding like they might have caught a break though. It's not a it's full not tear or something. He's he's expected to come back at some point. So positive news for them in that defense. But Mitch Trubisky did not look good. And that O line for him looked even worse. Doesn't matter. He got the win. That's all. They I, that's also all lost fans care about potentially Najee Harris. I don't know where we're at as of today. He was a full practice participant. He was a full practice today. participant. Okay, so Expected that's good to be back fully. That just means I wasted my waiver. So cool. I on a trade on Jalen Warren. Warren. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, Ravens Jets twenty. 20- they beat them 24-9. I mean, the Ravens played like the Ravens. The Jets played like the Jets. Lamar looked good. I like the way he, he played. He a didn't, slow start? It was a slow start. He didn't overly commit to his run. Everett, attaboy. And he he threw quite a bit. I'd like to see a little bit more to Rashad Bateman, selfishly. but Same. Other than that. Rashad Bateman didn't have a touchdown, at least. He did, but he could have had like 100. Uh, the Falcons almost beat the Saints, which I don't how, think anyone saw coming. How about them Falcons? Love losing big leads. Big fans of that. <laughs> I think the one main point that I took out of that game was <laughs> that Michael Vick now owes Sean Payton a pair of Air Jordans in a go. bet on live television. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, That's fantastic. I loved it. Yep. Um, the Chiefs just absolutely dismantled the How Cardinals. About that? Yeah, that was brutal. Uh, the Cardinals scored 21 points, but don't let that fool you. Those 14 of those 21 points came in the last five minutes. In garbage time, as uh, as were most of uh, Isaiah Pacheco's points. Because through five yep. touchdowns, I mean, it's a different game tonight. Clearly. It is a different different game tonight. You're playing a much better team. They are. The defense. Bias, bias aside. The Chargers defense is stupid. If you have Bosa and Mac on either end, like, that's cheating. You're, well, you should be mad. Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. 
we talked about the Giants Titans. I mean, the Giants, the Titans threw that game away. What happened there? Derrick Henry. Um, was, Derrick uh, Henry was human. Did you see the clip of him getting yeah, absolutely, absolutely annihilated? Tossed. Yeah, that I've walk. never seen that man get blown up like that. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever seen it too. Uh, all right, we reached it. Packers. Packers. Vikings. Oh baby. Well, let me just tell you, the Vikings look like the best team in the history of football. Yeah. <laughs> no bias. Straight that beautiful man. I mean, if they're playing Aaron Rodgers, I'll cheer for them. So I'll cheer for them twice a year. Um, I'll cheer for the Packers. I'll cheer for the Vikings they, any time in the NFC unless they're playing Tom Brady. As unbiased as I can be, I thought that offense looked far better and far more exciting than the last few years. Can, can you explain something to me? What's up? How? 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 how and I and I don't think... Okay, obviously Justin Jefferson is very talented. Like... Slightly. Like, on his way... If he's not already to being like a superstar receiver in this league, How, is are the Packers secondary just that bad that he was that wide open all game? I don't like, think I know he's Packers, a good. I, I know he's fast team. and I know he's a good route runner, but I like no, some of those catches. So he was like wide open by like fifteen yards on each side, and I'm just like, how are you not doubling this guy? He had a hundred and what? He had 184 and two touchdowns. Yep. But like 150 well. in the first half. Yes. A set of Vikings record. So like that's the thing. And Lord, are you pouring some of it? Yeah. Justin Jefferson spoke to this a lot in the offseason. And he said he was most excited about playing for Kevin O'Connell because if Cooper Cup could get as open as he did for the Rams, that means he's gonna be able to do just the same stuff. And he did. Like, whatever schemes they're coming up with, whatever offensive plans are happening, Justin Jefferson is finding the holes and the soft spots in the defenses, and he's exploiting them. And I think it was his second touchdown where he caught the ball and was almost bracing himself to be hit. Realized no one was near him and was just like, all right. That's what I mean. I'm going to go for a touchdown here, guys. Like, fuck it. So, I don't know. This this Monday nighter is going to be really good. I think the Eagles are a tougher matchup than the Packers. That's going to be a very good game. I think it's going to be more of a Dalvin Cook game, and I think that's what's as I'm a fan, as a fan of the Titans, I think that's what excites me the most about this season. Is did you say the you mean the Vikings? What did I say? You just said the Titans. The Vikings. Um, Jacob, you're welcome. Yeah, shout out Jacob. Uh, no, I think that's what makes me super excited about the Vikings this season is that. They can beat you on the ground and through the air. And if it's not through Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne's very good. Adam Thielen, very good. Still very good. Irv Smith, even though I am not happy with him this week because he gave me a giant goose egg, um, (laughs) also very talented. So there's a lot to be excited about in Viking land. Yeah, again, it's week one. I think it was a mix of the Vikings, like they did play well, but I think the Packers also just played like shit. I think the so, Packers are overrated, and I think Aaron Rodgers should probably not talk shit that's again. That's why we picked them to not win the division. Yeah. Maybe um, he would have played better if he took more even. He did not close the bridge. Oh, I did. Okay. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I'm just happy to see Aaron Rodgers lose. I absolutely love so. love watching Aaron Rodgers give the the eye roll and the what the fuck are you doing look to his receivers when Man, it's just as much as him as it is on that one. I mean oh, I could have I could have caught Oh my god. Does I could have caught that pass that Christian Watson missed. Like, oh fuck. You just put your hands out and you it's it's in your hand. Yeah. That's all you had to do. It, it was there. Like, yeah, it was one hundred percent there. Um just to comment on this Chargers game right now. If Justin Herbert is listening, which I know he's not, but you know what? If there's a chance in hell Jay that he's a big beer and football fan, sports fan. I mean, what a catch. Are can you kidding you? me? He, that, that was pass oh, interference all day. Can you pass this. it to Palmer and Look Everett? Look at this catch. You beautiful human being. Are you kidding me? Eight catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown Guys, so far. we just Maybe. witnessed the catch of the year so that far. Just, the, I know, no, that I know might, it's early. No, that is not... 100% the catch of the year. Holy shit. How does he pull that in? That was, un- that was in no way clean in his hand at all. He bobbled the shit out of that. 
Uh, speaking of the Chargers, what are your thoughts on their week one win against the Raiders? Uh, I mean, Besides the fact that you liked it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> also that. He did not like it. He I, wanted a loss. Yeah. I think Herbert looked absolutely fantastic. Uh, I mean, un- looks unsurprisingly, like I, I picked him to be MVP. Like, uh, I saw a stat. I meant to write it down. I'm not going to quote how many games it was, but... Uh, he's got got some ridiculous amount of games in his first three years with having three plus touchdowns and no interceptions in a game. I think statistically, he's one of the he's best, the best two quarterbacks to ever play in the first two seasons. Yeah, like if you go off just his numbers. Yeah, yeah, so his numbers are insane. He's, he's something special. Like unsurprisingly, like I, I know I'm not saying anything that's a revelation here. Um, I expected the Chargers to beat the Raiders. Yeah. I figured it would be a close game with it respect was. to the Raiders. Um, yeah, I don't I don't need to analyze it too much. Justin Herbert, he did what he does. I just and need I just need Jay Herbs to start passing to players on my fantasy team. Yeah, like yeah, Austin well. Eckler, please. Just more um, Mike Williams. Last game of the week, the Monday Nighter. Not to toot my own horn, but I predicted this in our podcast. You did. You predicted it in the podcast, and then you predicted it in our chat. And then I put money on the Seahawks. Did you actually? Won. I took the Seahawks at plus 550. Um, Still can't believe they didn't go for it on fourth down. I mean, so I don't know how much of that is just being a new coach and you're playing conservative, or if he's just a shitty coach. Um, you paid, second guessing himself, You paid probably. $260 million to have this guy as your quarterback. Yeah, go for and it. You don't trust him to get five yards? Go for it. Even you, if he doesn't. You, you go it. for it every time. Here's my thing. Russell Wilson has been in this league for many years. I don't know exactly how many. Many. For those, for those many years, he has been minimum top five quarterback in the league, I would say, at yeah. least. He's like obviously incre- like incredibly talented. Super Bowl winner, blah 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 blah. Regardless of the fact, regardless of of the coach not wanting to go for it or wanting to go for it on fourth and five, like Russell Wilson wasted thirty seconds before he oh, called. The that was rough. And, and there, there the comes a time where like Peyton Manning, yes, yeah, talking, yeah, on the pe- Manning like sixty three timeouts. Peyton Manning called before they finally called yeah. one. Yeah, and like why, like why, why? Because Russell Wilson has terrible, that terrible power. game, terrible game management. That was terrible game management, and I think he is thought just they were going to go for like it. Playing in Seattle, I don't Maybe. think so. But with that being said, the twelfth man affected him a lot more than I thought it was going to. I thought he'd be very used to how loud they were and be able to not necessarily listen better, See, but disagree. be able to figure it out. I disagree because every time Russell Wilson has played there, he's been on offense, and if you've been to a game in Seattle. When the offense is on the field, it's you quiet. can hear a pin drop. Yes. However, like he's like he's been there to listen to them be loud for the defense. He knows how loud it gets. Yeah. But he's never had to call plays while it's been that loud. No. That's exactly the reason why I picked them to like cover and potentially win is because Oh yes. There's flags. There's a flag. Um, yeah, there's pass. Um that's exactly why I picked them to potentially win, because it was just like I just don't think that Russell Wilson and the Broncos knew what they were getting themselves into. Yes. Okay. So that part of it for sure. I did see a stat and I can't for sure remember it right now, but I think Russell Wilson on anything four and five and under like fourth and five or less is about 60 to 70%. He gets it. Which on fourth down, that's basically automatic. Yes. Like you, you do that. McManus, I think, was like 15% on anything over 60. Like, I think in the last five years, he's gone for something over 60 and missed every fucking time. Like, I mean, as a coach, yeah. you've got to know that. Wouldn't that have also been an NFL record for the longest kick? It was. It, it, was it, the, it the tied record. it or it was the longest? I think, I think it was the longest. It tied it? I'm pretty sure it would have tied it. I thought someone I will, kicked like a 65 yard. Yes. I'll look at the we'll Google do, machine. We'll do some research. Did Didn't you, Justin did, Tucker oh, hit like 64? Did Janikowski never hit a field goal that long? Because that would be very surprising. That man had an absolute cannon. I think the current record holder actually is a Denver Broncos kicker. 
Oh, you fucking whore. Oh, that was, oh, that is actually picked this time. Yep. That was like a little bobble pick. Same guy, I'm pretty sure. This Chargers defense is looking nice. Just they picked off Mahomes. Who's, the, who's their defensive coordinator? Do you know this? I do not know that off the top of my head. Because um, uh, they really... They really watched their film. That's I think a beautiful. I know who it is. Did he bobble that? It is a 66 yarder. From who? Justin Tucker. It is Justin. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think it was 66. Did he bobble that? I think the ball hits the ground it here. It does. Ronaldo. Oh, Hill. Hold on. No, look at this. Oh, off his Does knee. it get underneath? No possession. No, he's got possession. Oh, that's fine. He puts his that's hands good. underneath it. He's yep. good. It's no, but the ball hits the ground. That's fine. The ball can hit it's the ground now. It. As long See? as. Yeah, no, that's fine. It yeah. looks pretty secure. We'll see. If they um, called interception on the field, it's not enough to overturn it, for sure. Ronaldo so, Hill. I want to look into Ronaldo Hill. Not right now. Let's Because we're, we're yeah. almost yeah. out of time. No. I want to look into his previous jobs. Because we, we they're just like... That. I mean, love him or hate him, Mahomes is one of, if not the best quarterback in the entire league, in my opinion. Most Like, one of the most skilled. And he can't do shit right now. And he just tore the Cardinals a new one. The Cardinals defense is not as good as the Chargers, obviously. Like no. they have Mac and <laughs> I, would, I would argue or, the Cardinals have the They might have the worst defense. Worst defense one in of the league. if yeah. if not the worst. Yeah, pretty bad. Um before we end here. Uh, we have to end. Yeah, we well we want to keep this under an hour. Oh, Uh, Nick, you brought this up. You wanted to do maybe some fantasy busts and breakouts. Yes. Uh, and then I want to do a quick, like, little, just like, I'm going to, I'm going to rapid fire you guys. Okay. Go over week two. I thought you were just... about to say you were going to rap, and I was really interested to hear how this podcast is going to finish up. Um, I'll rapid fire you guys. We're just going to go through every game in week two, and you get no context, just winner. Okay. Basically, first thing that goes to your mind. First thing that comes to mind. You can start with some fantasy uh, breakouts or busts. Yep. Who we should underreact to, who we should overreact to. Uh, so I kept this one pretty brief, but I, I do feel pretty strongly about uh, these seven names I on here. Three Ooh, winners, four losers. Uh, three win uh, The three winners, Tyreek Hill. He looked like Tyreek Hill. Like everyone thought maybe there would be a bit of a downturn with him not having uh, a KCE offense, but he looked... Fantastic. He did what he always does. And Clearly, just, two was main target. Yeah, still. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, number two, Dotson. John Dotson from uh, Washington. I think he is one. If he's on the waiver wire in your league, you need to pick him up uh, yesterday. Yes. Uh, fortunately for me, I drafted him late in two of my leagues. Uh, and he will be starting, to, starting over uh, Devonta Smith. Yeah, fucking uh, in week two, because he had two targets, no catches. And listen, I was going to say, listen for Devonta Smith's name to come up in the busts um, category. Yeah, actually, two names play into two other names. Uh, Steelers defense, winners, week one. Holy crap, did they make Joe Burrow look terrible. Uh, once again, Joe Burrow, loser. He looked absolutely terrible in week one. Uh, forced a lot of things that turned into interceptions. But turned... A potential blow into an actual game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I don't think this is a premonition for the season to come. But he was at, he was still terrible in week. And the Bengals yeah. could have easily won that game if uh, Evan McPherson didn't miss a twenty-eight yard chip shot. Yes, I and, also think that somehow went from the right hash marks and went so far left. Yeah, I think I think, uh, like I think Joe Burrow will be just fine. Uh, that being said, he was terrible in week one. Yep. Uh, and another note to take from that game is the Steelers might be a, uh, a winning team purely because of their defense, in spite of their quarterback situation. Uh, other loser, Devonta Smith, two targets, no catches, no points, nothing. He was useless. Yes, do uh, better. Derek, ball. Derek Henry uh, looked, yeah. as we said earlier, looked human. Someone tossed him in that game. He didn't really do much. Sub 100 still yards. Had, still had 84 rushing yards. And uh, last and, in my mind, least, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Man, was he bad. Yeah. What did he have, five fantasy points? Yeah, he was bad. Yeah, he was, he was terrible in week one. And Aaron you know Rogers. what? Uh, personal bias shining through here. Hopefully he's that bad for the rest of the season. Yes, I agree. Screw you, Aaron Rodgers. Well then, um, I'm going to start with losers. Uh, my first loser is 
Fucking Matt Stafford. Mm. That might have been his worst game I've seen in a long time, and that includes him with the Lions. They looked unprepared. Um, the Rams just looked outmatched from the get-go. Yeah. That wasn't a good game from them at all. Uh, Sticking with the Rams, Allen Robinson. Now, I don't think this was as much on him as it was on his quarterback. Did he even play? He, he did. He played on 95% of snaps, I think it was. And he was there. He got open on a few ones, and he just... It might be he doesn't have the connection with uh, Stafford. It might just be Stafford yeah. is not good anymore, or it just his old life not great. New uh, team. Those two did not connect. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other one is Devontae Smith. You bum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my winner is Justin Jefferson. And I think he got robbed for NFC Player of the Week. He had an absolute amazing game. 184 and 2. He Who did win NFC Player of the Week? Saquon Barkley. Who is another who is another winner yeah. for me who is Saquad's. Yeah. Like he looked like old Saquad. Yeah. Like that man is back. Yeah. And he might be the reason that the, the Giants are relevant going forward. I don't know if they're gonna be all that relevant. Yeah, relevant. But... Re- relevant fantasy wise. Yeah. Like he might yeah, be enough, useful again. Yeah. Yep. Um who else did I have for a winner? Mahomes. I mean, yeah. yeah. Mahomes, I was expecting him to put up an absolute dud. I wasn't sure how he was going to do with like MVS. Yeah, like tonight. MVS, uh, who else does he have as his fucking receivers? Juju. Juju and uh, McCole Hardman. McCole Hardman. McCole Hardman. And it went mainly to Kelsey, which is no surprise to me. But he looked unbelievable. It didn't matter. Mahomes right now, currently 15 of 20, still accurate, 132 yards, one touchdown. I it, think my unsung hero would be... Say he's the, that's a bad game for him. It, it, it says it no interceptions, so that interception was overturned. It was overturned. Um, unsung hero for me, and this is unbiased, Kirk Cousins looked good in that offense and yep. played very well. Oh, that's a touchdown. Oh, you fuck. Who are you? That's not Travis Kelsey, which That's makes me angry. Who Watson. even are you? Watson. Watson. Who? I don't know. Watson. Anyway. On to you. Okay. We need to... Yeah. Uh, winners for me. Um, I expected him to be good, but uh, Joe Mixon, 27 carries. Yeah. 82 yards and also had like six catches. How do you get used more? Yep. Uh, he looks good. Uh, another winner for me, who I was a little unsure of, uh, Amonra St. Brown. Agreed. Also looked nice. He had 12 targets. Oh. Eight, eight catches, 64 yards, and a touchdown. To add to my winners and onto your note, DeAndre Swift. Yeah. PPR legend. They have, like, that offense, besides Jared Goff, has some... I would say borderline elite talent. In spite of Jared Goff, they yeah. might be okay. Yeah, they might be okay. I mean, to his credit, he is a game manager, so he's not going to lose them games. He's just not also going to win them. So they're going to have to rely on their skill players there to win games. Yeah. Uh, another winner for me, um, Antonio Gibson. Definitely did not know what to expect from him. But like 14 carries for only 58 yards, but also 7 of 8 targets for 72 yards. So they're using him a lot in the passing game. Another person I did not expect to do well, but glad I got him in the very late rounds, Michael Carter. Brees Hall still has the potential to kind of take over that backfield, but right now, Michael Carter's the guy. I think that's one of those where you buy into the Brees Hall hype without really paying attention to what's happened in the preseason. And Michael Carter looked good all preseason. He's done nothing to lose a job, and Brees Hall didn't really do anything other than be Brees Hall to win the job. Um, going forward, who knows? Brees Hall could end up being better. Yeah. But right now, it's definitely Michael Carter's backfield to lose. Yeah. And uh, last winner on my list, Christian Kirk, wide receiver of the Jaguars. Had quite a nice game. Six Christian Watson. Six catches, only only six catches on twelve targets. So that's like not great. Those six catches turned into 117 yards. So I, he's clearly the number one there. I would like to go back to see those 12 targets and see how many of them were off target. 
Probably yeah, how much of that is, yeah. is how much of that is him and how much partner. of that is is the l'oreal model or whatever the fuck shampoo yeah, yeah. shampoo model New um, losers for me devonta smith we don't need to go into that um chase edmonds that's Loser. gonna be an interesting backfield i would say um another loser for me sorry for the U chargers fans austin eckler didn't do much isn't doing much today yeah i don't know what their plan is for him I but wonder if for a guy injured. that had 20 touchdowns last year, he did not look great. And I think my only other loser is... Nick Hendrickson. Hey. Okay. I suck at football. We're at an hour, but we're going to do this really quick. Rapid fire for both of you, and I'll give mine to real quick. In no particular order, just give me straight winner. We're not even going to do spread. Yeah, shoot. Patriots, Steelers. 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 Bucks, Saints. Bucks. Uh, yeah, Bucks. Bucks. Panthers, Giants. Panthers. Panthers. Giants. Hmm. They're at home. I don't hate that. I have a feeling. Yeah, I don't hate that as much as I would have hated that last year. Uh, this is an absolute barn burner. Jets, Browns. Fuck, we're out. Jets. In, in Cleveland. Jets. Brownie the Elf. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Brownie the Elf. Uh, Dolphins, Ravens in Ravens. Baltimore. Absolutely, uh, the Ravens. I say Dolphins in an upset as well. Ooh. This um, actually, if if this was Week One, you'd be like, I'm not watching this game. Week Two, suddenly interesting. Commanders at Detroit. I'm going Commando. I think I'm going Commanders. Ah, look at me. Uh, I'm, I'm a home state bias for me. Yeah. Colts in Jacksonville. Colts. I hate it, but I'm going Colts. I'm sticking with my stupid prediction, and I'm going to say the Jags. <laughs> you know what, though? The Colts didn't look ex- inspiring. They no. didn't look great, and Pittman might miss a game. So you might not look stupid come next week. Matt Still Ryan. Jonathan Taylor. Matt That's Ryan true. did not look bad, and Jonathan Taylor looked The like ghost of Matt Ryan him. might be reviving to be a human being again. Yes. Un- unrelated. Why is Michelle playing more than Eckler? I, don't I have know. no idea. I don't like Good. this. Uh, Falcons, Rams. Rams. Tie. No, the Rams. Uh, I think the the Rams are going to have a bounce back game. That, that game they is going to end like they have to. 47 to 10. Could be ugly for Atlanta. I really hope Atlanta goes up big and then loses in the end again. Yep. Seahawks, 49ers. 49ers. Yeah, I think the 49ers. Bounce back game for uh, Lance. Yeah. Texans, Broncos. Broncos. Long neck daddy. Oh, now you're going. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going the general. Wow. Broncos are favored by ten points in that game. You might want to put some money. I on did that. not like the way the Broncos looked. That spread could get covered by David Mills' neck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Daddy Longneck. Cardinals in Vegas. Vegas. The oh my God, Vegas. I uh, the Cardinals are bad. Yeah, I I want to say Cardinals, but like their defense is too bad. Uh, over under Devonte Adams receiving yards two hundred yards under. Over. I have him on fantasy, so there might be some bias there. <laughs> he, might, <laughs> he might go over. <laughs> he uh, might be throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Bengals at Dallas. This is a prove it game for Burrow. This is Bengals one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, Bengals. I mean, Cooper Rush though. Good luck to Cooper Rush. Cooper but. Rush. Uh, Bears at Packers. Bears. There's Duh, a, Bears. There's a Sunday nighter I can't wait to know. Duh, Bears. No, you know what? I do look forward to it because I want to see if they can just put Aaron Rodgers on his ass. Yes, please do. Uh, we are blessed with two Monday night games. We are. First one is Titans at Bills. Bills. Well, like, it's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. And that's the 4 o'clock game, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Cool. Bills, yeah. Um, Last, but unfortunately, Her Majesty's death does not allow me to have a day off, so I'll be at work. No, nope. yeah. rest be in peace, beer. rest in peace, Queen. Rest in peace, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Does Malik Willis get into that game? He might. He might. Last but not least, some, Vikings. Some team. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Vikings at Eagles. Right now, the money line is Eagles minus two point five. That is definitely a game. I'm it's going to be a good Eagles. game. I think the game the is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I can't not pick the Vikings, so I'm going Vikings, but it's going to be fucking close. I'm only picking the Eagles because of Adolfo. 
I'm about to powerbomb him through this table. <laughs> there you go. Okay, that is uh, it, I think, for this episode. We're doing a full NHL season preview. Boy, howdy. With yep. uh, our friend Kyle Forbes. He sucks. Uh, yeah. We're recording it in the next couple of weeks. It will be released before the NHL season starts, which I believe is technically on the 11th, but technically, technically on the 7th, because there's those two games in Europe. Oh, yeah, yes. that's right. With the Sharks and their cool new teal jerseys. Yeah. Um, Before we sign off, though, I would like to thank Yellow Dog for saving the day today. With this rough IPA. With this rough IPA. And it's not rough as in bad. It's literally R-U-F-F. Rough. All praise be to the dog pound. <laughs> Again, I will say this Browns every go. episode. Go, go Browns go. go. <laughs> Brown that's, the elf. that's how we're signing off from now on. Go Browns go. Yes. Well, thanks for listening, if you're listening. Yeah. People Boy, have been listening. Have they? Yep. People like listen that. to us talk. They're really tuning in for my... Uh, we should see how the viewership color. is after Adolfo joins. Because if it goes down, we'll just kick them off. It's through the roof. Yeah. They love people of color. He's bad at pouring beers. <laughs> <laughs> Already. Ah, uh, yeah. And if you don't, call. you're a bad person. Yes. Hot takes. Cold pints. Drink beer, watch football. Sports are fun, beer is good. Go Browns, go.